Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Insight Fantasy Sport Podcast live version, always before the first game of the weekend. I'm your host, Rob Kennedy, the Super Coach Hawk, sitting here with my good friend, Mickey Dell, the big horse. How are you, mate? Robbie, going well, mate. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the big horse and the super coach Hawk here live to answer your questions before tonight's, I guess, tip off. Um, and what a cracker of a game I reckon tonight's going to be as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on the blues. I just mm. think, that, I think if there's ever, if, if you don't get up this week, I'm probably never tipping you again unless you're playing Hawth- Hawthorne, sure. North Melbourne or, uh, or uh, West Coast, but um, if there's ever a week to bounce back after a spray, it has to be this week. It has to be the week to step up. I'm even very close to putting the VC on my man Paddy Cripps to go bananas, to put Carlton on his shoulders and absolutely go ballistic. But look, Sydney at the SCG, it's pretty hard to go past them. They need to bounce back too, but there hasn't been too much scrutiny towards him, if I'm being honest. So yeah, no, I think Carlton need to step up if they're ever going to play for the jumper. It's this week. We encourage think, everyone. There you go. Do you think if Carlton lose tonight against an undermanned Sydney, that Voss is right on the hot seat? Oh, he's definitely on the hot seat. I don't. I don't care if your president comes out and says we're backing him until the end of twenty twenty four. Sometimes that's the writing on the wall when they come out and have to back you like that. Um, at a club like Carlton, Collingwood, Essendon, places like that, if you don't perform. The writing's on the wall, um, and they are mm-hmm. underperforming for the squad list they have. I oh, think absolutely. people just want to see a little bit of heart, a little bit of passion. And I'm telling you, mate, if you're spot on. If they don't go and show it this week or tonight, it's uh, it could be very, very in trouble. 
Uh, we've already got the first ones coming in, Mr. NJB, Walsh, VC, 150-plus incoming. I don't think he's going 150-plus, uh, but look, just like a Crips, it might be his time for them to step up tonight. Um, mm. And look, if there's a good place for him to do it, SCG, smaller ground, few clearances. Um, I like Crips over Walsh tonight. 100%. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, Walsh does better on the bigger grounds where he's allowed to run a bit more. With the SCG, it's going to be a little bit um, congested. His outside run isn't going to be as prominent as what it would be on the G or like a bigger ground like that. So when we're talking about big scores tonight, Cripps in in and under type of player for Sydney. Luke Parker, like I spoke about him a couple of weeks ago, he's turned up five rounds in a row now. Um, it'd be a nice little pod. He's historically a really good scorer. Or Goulden. Like, goulden has been really, really good at home as well. So they're probably going to be my question to you. So I've got Goulden and Cripps. I mean, as much mm-hmm. as I'm getting excited for Cripps to step up, he's been pretty average lately. Am I am I being more hopeful that someone's going to respond from a spray or are you going for somebody who's a little bit more proven in a, in a Goulden who's been playing some big games? No, I think Pittnett fresh off signing the four-year contract or whatever it was in recent days, um, you know, and Sydney's lack of a ruckman at the moment, hit-outs to advantage, uh, night game, always a bit dewy up there. You know, Cripps in and under could be a huge scoring night for him as well. So, like, if I had to toss up between Cripps and Goulden tonight, I'd probably tip Cripps. But I don't have Cripps, so VC will be Goulden for me tonight. Beautiful. No, fair Paul. Fair point, fair play. Everyone, start answering your questions. We're here to answer the big topics. Uh, Who are we trading in? Who's the VCs? Who's the Cs? Um, It's an interesting trade one. I think we've got some... Two areas to look at tonight. You've got to, we're going to have a look at you've got the low break evens, and there's not too many sitting right there on the bubble. There's some that people could go on a little bit early. Um, what is our thoughts on that? And I think the big one has to be Clayton Oliver. What is everyone doing with Clayton Oliver? Is it buy, sell, hold? It's clearly not buy. So are you holding? Mm-hmm. Or are you selling? I don't have him. I know you do. What are you doing? I'm holding him. When we're talking about, and I've I've been blessed or not blessed, I guess, in the past to have hamstring injuries. And you know when one's serious and when one's not. The fact that he's running around at training and still kicking the ball and that, that's not a four-week injury. The fact that he did his hamstring in the third quarter and still had seven or eight touches, a couple of marks in the last quarter with this hamstring injury, it's probably only a week, maximum two for me, so I'm holding. Yep. G'day, Global. Throw a question in there, mate, but we'll get to this question just like a JDE24 has. Is it too late to bring in Humphrey, boys? Not sure what to do with Anderson. So Humphrey's is uh, Humphrey's obviously the one that I'm talking about when it comes to break-evens, and he's sitting right at the top with a minus 54. He obviously comes with the price tag of 285, 700, so he's already jumped up 100K from where he began. He's coming off two tons. Um, for mm. me, for me, I'm very, very much considering dropping Jinbi for Humphrey. It helps me with my round 14 buy, and at minus 54, he still looks to make me a good amount of money, even with some average scores. So for me, the only consideration I'm really looking at doing this week is Jimby out for Humphrey. And I think I'm going to hold Wilmot instead of, uh, instead of Jimby. Your thoughts, mate. 
Yeah, he's one of my ins this week. I should have really pulled the uh, trigger last week. I thought that 100-odd that he got the week before was just a flash in the pan, but turns out he's just building on confidence. And you watch him and the way he hunts the ball and his attack on the ball, and I really, really like him. He's a high draft pick. Gold Coast are going to play him. They're going to want to get games into him, get some trust and faith working both ways so then they can re-sign him as early as possible is my belief. So I think you'll find that he'll play prominent positions for the remainder of the year. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a pickup for me this week. I'm dropping myself, Alwyn Davey. See you, mate. Goodbye. Nice to have you for 10 rounds, but you're not making many coins, so get out. Um, yep. And Bailey Humphrey is on his way in, and he's going to make me a gazillion dollars. Don't mind that. We all like making the dollars and getting some points at the same time. Global putting in there. Beautiful, mate. He's going to hold holding the ginger. No, fair point. So we've heard that a few are holding and a few are selling. Uh, we might talk about what are the options if we are selling Clayton Oliver. Here's a good, good point here from uh, Salty is good. All right. Going early on Sydney Ruck and upgrading LDU to either Zach Merritt or Rory Laird or Dawson. Who's you think my buys are good for? All right. Um, my first point is I'm a bit worried about Mick Andrews. If, if you're referring to Mick Andrews, let's not forget that uh, Tom Hickey is back into the side, albeit with, uh, <laughs> with um, Laddams going out. Um, I don't know about jumping straight in on the Sydney ruck already. Uh, what's your thoughts there, mate, before we get to the next points? Yeah, I'm just saying as to who's been picked for them tonight, but um, I Hickey, was Hickey, there. Hickey's in and McAndrews, so they've got Hickey as well. Yeah. We got to remember McAndrew was at last year average 29 in the VFL. So the, mm. the TAC slash uh, VFL. Yes, he's a, he's a big, tall dude. Uh, he should have really done more against a one-out Goldstein. And he made Callum Coleman-Jones look really good last week. You know, yeah. and he's not a good footballer. Sorry to all your North Melbourne uh, supporters, but um, he may make you some coin, but he may also be in the same boat as a, a Drury or, you know, Chesser, those sorts of players that might play three or four games, make you bugger all money. And then, as we can see by the the um, questions we've got coming in, you're going to have dead rookies sitting on your bench. So, yeah, to stay away from me, especially I think this might even be his last game, given that Hayden McLean can carry the ruck as well. Yep. Um, so, look, I don't know where you're going with the upgrades. If you're looking to do it, though, if you are looking to do it, we won't talk you out of it. Uh, Zach Merritt, Rory Laird, or Dawson. My pick's Dawson. I think Dawson, out of those three, is the safest bet and the highest scorer, in my opinion. Yep. We move on. You might have to help me with this one. Thoughts on Dylan Brown going big this week? Am Mason, I this, this sound really NRL silly talk. and not go, who's Dylan Brown? No, this is NRL. Oh, NRL. Oh, yeah. No wonder I don't know what he's talking about. I'm like, I don't know uh-huh. Dylan Brown in the AFL. All right. I, have, I have been doing my research on NRL because I've still got quite a few wow. boosts and news. And I've actually got the VC on this Dylan Brown lad. So this is is my fantasy sport AFL podcast. It's first. I love it. I love that we can get back. I can't help you with any NRL. I'm a WA boy through and through. Unless, um, unless, or who have I got that I can, unless Billy Slater's out there still running around, which I know he's not. But if Billy Slater's out there, that's who I'm putting the VC on just quietly. Billy Slater Mm. for the the runs. But look, we've just given some NRL notice. I love it. Very good. Very good. I like that. Guys, everyone loving the questions coming in. We are seeing them. We will get to them. We're going to punch through. This is great. 
We're seeing, yeah, we're seeing loving, a few names in here in there. as well. So, Say again. Awesome. Uh, we're seeing a few names in here that we haven't seen before. Yeah, so it's this, really good. It's really nice to see. Good on you, Jinxie, lads. Good, good to see you, Jinxie. Who are you boys VCing? We did have a little chat about it at the top. We've both looked at tonight's game, actually. I think Paddy Cripps, I've got Paddy Cripps in my side. I just think this is my chance to take a risk. I am taking a risk. I think Paddy Cripps is going to be fired up. They have been in the press all week. If this isn't the week that he goes absolutely ballistic, then at some point he might be on the chopping block for me. And the big horse is going Errol Goulden. He doesn't have Crippers, but he's going Errol Goulden. And I don't mind that either. It might be a little bit of a flip of the coin job for me, but I'm going to try and get behind the blue baggers. Um, I'm going to get to some legit questions before uh, we just get to Ryan's that's sledge right. of you, mate. I can see that they're taking the piss, and that's fine. Like I admitted before that I thought a couple of weeks ago Humphrey was just a flash in the pan when he scored that he got a minus three. A minus three? He, was, he did. And I said that it wasn't a wise idea, how the tables have turned. So I don't mind admitting when I'm wrong. But, yep. Ryan, you know that I'm right more than I'm wrong. So I'll let you have this one. Luke Fowles, nice to see you joining in, mate. Ouch on uh, Coleman Jones, mate. Coleman Jones has still got a lot to prove. So you did actually say he made Coleman Jones look good. Yeah. So you did say Coleman Jones actually went all right. I mean, there's a bit of future there, but, um, yeah, he's got to start performing. He's got all the ability in the world. I think he's got an absolute ability to jump up and play some good good footy. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Tom Berry coming back into the uh, Gold Coast starting side. You've been a big fan of uh, Mr. Berry. Where does he sit yeah, with you I now, think, being a little bit in and out? I think he comes back in. Yep, he, he was made he, the sub last week because Holman came back in. But, yeah, so he's so he's definitely in. Teams are in. He's been named. He's got the green yep. tick. Yep. So would you good. would you is it a good option possibly for people? Is there too much lack of job security huh? there now with what's going on? Oh, yes and no. I really like his game, and I think the last quarter of last week's game against Brisbane exposed their their pressure on ball, so to speak, and their their perceived pressure. It's called in the AFL. So being able to make the opposition think that they're going to get tackled, even when someone might not be there. Tom Berry is a lot like Nick Holman in that, is that he's quite aggressive, he's a good tackler, he's a nose-over-ball type of player. I think if he plays well, he holds his spot. So he's still at 140-odd K. I picked him up at 123K. I still think it's a good option moving forward. Just quietly, I'm more than happy. We're one team, one dream here at Inside Fantasy Sport. But there's a lot of NRL chat going on, and uh, they get enough viewers. It's time for a bit of AFL, but I do mind it. A good man... Our good man, Nathan, has chimed in. Nick's going to take over the NRL podcast. And uh, this is the person you want to listen to when it comes to NRL. If he's saying deal bags for VC, go and put the VC on deal bags. Uh, Nathan is definitely the one. Nathan is the one you listen to if you want the insight. Matty O'Brien is the one you listen to if you want the banter. That's that's my take. And that's where we're going for it. Um, uh, no worries, Soldy. Cheers for the uh, cheers for the great insight, boys. Pun intended. Well played. Well played, sir. We, we do love a good pun on this show. We do love a pull gun. Uh, now, Damien Carroll, tag on Crips. Who's tagging him? Who's Sydney, who's Sydney going to use for the tag? Is it, is it Ryan, Ryan Clark? Clark? Ryan Clark. I, I don't think that affects Crips' inside game too much anyway. Beautiful. We know that Ryan Clark's a good tagger, but yeah. I think that just means Crips gets more contested footy, to be honest with you. Yep. Yep. No, I love that. Uh, from Luke Fowles, welcome back to the show, mate. Always love your comments. Bond, English, or merit for the captain if you can't loophole? Let's have a little look, see, shall we? 
Bont's, Bont's got the Gold Coast. Merritt's got West Coast. And who's the last one, mate? I can't see my screen at the moment. Merritt. So Bont and English and then Merritt. Oh, yeah. No, nah, not so, English. Not English. I reckon it's Bont or Merritt. Merritt against West Coast, I think, could go ballistic. I'm always wary of sides, though, when you're going to pump someone. I'm, you know what yeah. I mean? Like Even Nick Dacos against North Melbourne, I'm kind of like, do they look to him as much or do they play a lot more aggressive because they're going to pump the ruse? Mm-hmm. So I'm always a little bit wary. So Bont versus Gold Coast. I don't mind Bont versus Gold Coast. Um, but so, yeah, Bont or Merritt. I'll go strong here and say Bont. I'm going to go Merritt just purely because this time of year in Darwin, it is either really, really wet or really, really dewy, and it'll make conditions pretty tough up there. Uh, West Coast against Essendon. Essendon will work them over in the ruck, which will enable Essendon to get first use out of the middle. I think it could be a huge week for Merritt. We said that last time, but then like quality. I mean, we said the same thing about going and playing in, is it Bendigo or Ballarat? Um, Ballarat. Whilst in Bendigo, whilst in Bendigo, make sure you stop at Snap Fitness 24-7. But when they're out there with the reins, and Rory Laird just had it on a string and got those big scores. So, yeah, look, Bont or Merritt, I don't think you can go too wrong. Um, I just think Wits versus English maybe don't take that battle um, mm. unnecessary. Um, JDE24, Noah Anderson, BE is a zillion trade or hold. You that, go first, mate. That could be the highest break even I've ever seen. What is it? A bazillion, apparently. Oh. Bazillion. <laughs> I'll go and get the actual number for it. It's no, 201. It's, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so, JD, from my point of view, mate, are you looking at Noah Anderson to be a keeper or are you looking to move him sideways because you've got the luxury of using trades? So if you don't have that many trades... Noah Anderson is still a very good midfielder and every good midfielder has down weeks. So for me, I'd ride it out with him, even though you might lose a bit of coin, keep him in your side, mate. Mate, if Noah Anderson drops to 590,000, I'll tell you what, I might be having a little sneaky look at that. That's for sure. Uh, but I, yeah, I agree. I think at this point, it's about filling your side with keepers, spot on. Uh, Clark and Robottom will work him. Hasn't played well off the tag these years. He doesn't, Crips. He doesn't play well off the tag. Mate, Damo, you've talked me into and out of a lot of things. And a lot of the things you've talked me into is tipping your blue baggers and they haven't come through for me each time. And I've said to myself, I'm never going to listen to you again, even though you talk a lot of sense. I don't disagree with that. I am intrigued to see what your tip is tonight, DC. So let me know what your tip is. Are your blue baggers going to bounce back, mate? Or is it uh, Swans to finally get another win on the board? So I'm intrigued. But look, as I said, he, he knows what he is talking about. Um, I just think Clark, I think I think Cripps is primed to step up. He's, this is where he guts his averages. He can have his quiet games. It's time for him to explode. I really hope he does. Um, are we stashing Clary? It's, yeah, so this is a talking yeah. point. It's going to come up a couple of times, which is good. So sorry for the double ups, but we're going to answer when the questions come in. Are we stashing Clary and hoping comes back before the buyers? Big horse, what was your quick analysis on that one? Yeah, he's running around at training. His injury to his hamstring occurred in the third quarter. He played out the game, still got eight touches in the last quarter, five kicks, three handballs, or it might have been the other way around. Still covered the ground well. He's been kicking and running at training. For anyone that's done a hamstring injury, you know that that means it's not serious. So for me, he probably comes back next week, but it might be two weeks. So DC's got the Blues by 30. 
Oh, I don't know if it'll be that much, but uh, I like your confidence of Blues. I have tipped them tonight. I have tipped them. I said that off the top of the show. Yeah. Uh, you might have to fill this one out. Is this from a boys' trip? Yeah. You had a bit of a boys' trip. I've got a feeling there's a bit of context here. Our good there's mate, Jakey Skidmore, Mickey Dell, do you like lightsabers? I love them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, work, they work pretty well. They work pretty well. Let's just – we'll leave it leave at that. that. For anyone that – that knows <laughs> what the Royals like. It was a fascinating show. Okay. All right. Yeah. I love this. This is, we, we've covered AFL, NRL, lightsabers, and the Royals. Oh, decent, Very good. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get with the Inside Fantasy Sport. We come in raw. We come in hot. Mate, That's let's right. talk a little bit about some of the other things that are going on, the players. So we've talked about Bailey Humphrey. We're both bringing him in this week. We think this is the last time you get a chance to bring him in, especially as you can still downgrade a, a Jimby, a Wilmot. Um, I like Wilmot at the moment, so I'm going to keep him. Um, Eddie Ford sitting in at the minus 54. Let's talk about the two Rue boys together because I'm going to give my same answer for both of them. Eddie Ford and Wardlaw, for me – it's a not worth the risk this week. I know your thing about bringing one in. I think Wardlaw is a definite for next week, especially if he's fit and everything goes all right. For me, it's if you don't have to do it, they're playing Collingwood this week. So for me, I think it's just if you don't need a scorer or something like that, for me, Wardlaw is a weight. Humphrey is the one coming in for me. And I'm intrigued to see how Eddie Ford goes. I'll actually be jumping on and watching this game to watch – just watch those two play um, and see what kind of role they are truly playing moving forward with the Rue boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm bringing in Wardlaw. I'm doing a double downgrade. I'm bringing in Wardlaw. I was there live last week. He looks really impressive. We'd, we've spoken on the podcast before about how playing in the midfield as a rookie is a lot harder than what it would be playing as a, a loose defender um, racking up kicks, all that sort of stuff. He looked really good last week. And Sydney's midfield is not that bad. When you're talking about Parker, you're talking about Goulden, you're talking about Rowbottom, uh, Mills, all these sorts of players that can play really well. And, like, he took it to him until he started cramping late in the third quarter. So, for me, it's uh, match time for him, match fitness. I think he'll smack out another 80 this week. Like, he won't go hundreds or whatever, but for a rookie at 190K... You're going to make coin out of him. I just hope he doesn't get hurt. So the other is Josh Weddle, who's at minus 47 now, 230K, 200. For me, I think he looked really impressive. I don't count the games against West Coast, although they do all count in super coach land, but I don't count it when I expect to see the same things. He's only going to hit two goals off the halfback against moving forward for, for Hawthorne, but I do like the look of what his future looks like. For me, it's a no for me, it's a no. I think at that price tag now, for me, who hasn't been too great to start the season, is starting to build, starting to build. I don't think I have the ability to bring in, if I'm choosing between Humphrey or Weddle, who are both over that 200K, I'm taking Humphrey. Um, yeah. and Weddle, for me now, the downgrades need to be those players that are in around that 120 mark moving forward so that I can start to fill my team with primos moving forward. For sure. Yeah. And I'll see the questions. A- yeah, a question there from DC. Yeah, DC. So what round do we think we should have no rooks by? Well, mate, I wish it was the next round, but uh, what's your thoughts there, mate? Very hard because injuries curtail a lot of things when we're talking about Supercoach. 
Uh, if you get if you get kissed on the old mate, so to speak, and have no injuries that you need to worry about, you could potentially have a team full of more close to primos now. Um, for me, I've had a pretty shit house run with injuries. Probably five or six trades I've had to make. So I'm looking for primos who have downgraded in price or dropped in price. So that's only ones that are on the way back up. So. For me, I guess I'll put it out there to the Supercoach world now. My eyes are on Callum Mills, whether it be next week or the week after. He's dropped to 470K. His break-even's still not great this week. He may go as low as 450 to 445. Us that have played Supercoach for a lot of years know that to get Callum Mills that cheap with people coming back from injuries, he is going to score well the second half of the year, jump all over him. Yep. No, I really like that. For me, my tactic has kind of moved a little bit more now to buy rounds. So it's looking at buy rounds. What am I doing in a smart financial move for buy rounds to get as best scores as I can through that period of time? Um, and then I'll start to really look to get my primos racked up from there. But I'm not too far off. Um, obviously, we've had a lot of things that we needed to cover a little bit. You know, I know... Ryan is in a really good uh, in a good spot. Round 15 should be a full squad. Ryan's had a great start. He's in yeah. a really good position. I've seen his team and I see where it's sitting. Um, he's made some good decisions. And I think, yeah, there'll be some people out there. But by that round 15 where you've made some moves in the buy rounds um, to get the team ready, set, go for uh, round 15, heaven forbid there's no injuries. Well, you got his he's name. Also getting rid of- he's also getting rid of Clayton Oliver this week, possibly too. So he's making that move. Huge. Um, while we've got him highlighted there, it is his Bucks weekend this weekend. So, Ryan, oh. hope you have a blast, mate. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Think, think about me shooting threes. Have a great time, Matt. Enjoy it. Whilst you're actually vomiting in the corner. <laughs> Absolutely. Could be huge. Uh, would you downgrade Asava for... What was that? He's got to stay away from the sauerkraut. Inside joke. All right. Well, mate, it's been a couple of good ones on the inside tonight. I like it. Yeah. Uh, would you downgrade Asava for Humphrey B. Bear? Absolutely. Well, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's a simple, simple answer, that one for me. Absolutely. Lock it in. Throw away the key. Uh, also low key pick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Camp two forty five on the bottle, minus fourteen break even. Job security will be high. It's a no from me, dog. No deal. I don't mind the look of him, but I don't mind the look of him as a player. Um, got this sunlight coming in. I'm trying to like get in the way of it, so it's not all glary for everybody. Sorry about that. 
Um, yeah, it's a no deal for me. I don't mind him as a player. I don't think anyone's job security at Carlton is is good at the moment. So yeah, we'll see how we go from there. Uh, we'll I know we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. This guy is an absolute bloody champion of a fella, Wilbur. He's about he's about he's about he's about six foot a hundred. His nickname is Mister Worldwide. I'll let him tell you about that one day. I like it. Get a haircut, mm. big horse. I'll put wines on my team following your lead. I love it. So he's jumping on the train. Everyone wants to give the toot toot. We are looking into a little bit of merchandise. With we're hoping Ollie Wines head right here with just the slogan toot toot. Hopefully, we can possibly get a like a train hat on him or something. That'd be good. Train driver hat. Love it. Absolutely. Get on it. Get on our any merch ideas, guys. Send it through. We'll see what we can do. Absolutely. We want to. We want to up our merch. We want to get it out there. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on Jeremy Cameron and Sheasel? Jeremy Cameron, and look, I'm going to steal Ryan's quote here. He'll, he'll, I, I'm going to, I better say it because he's just going to write it the second I say this too. Jeremy Cameron is a hold for me this week. I agree with Ryan. He's a hold. His break even's quite high, plus Dangerfield's not back yet. I think when Dangerfield comes in and that break even comes a little bit lower, Jeremy Cameron is an absolute great in. Uh-huh. Um, Sheasel, I'm hoping that's in the way of just, are we holding Sheasel? 100% we're holding Sheasel. Yeah, I got no I issue not. with his role and, and his place at the moment. So Sheasel, Sheasel's an absolute hold for me. Um, and Jeremy Cameron, yeah, he'll bounce back. I think it's a matter of just picking him at the right time. Sheasel's probably going to be the first rookie in history that you're going to hold all year. Yeah, I think like it's really good. Like he scored under 100, what, twice? Yeah. He, he, mm. and with, the, with, the, with the forward defense, DPP as well, it's just too good. I think when um, DPPs come out, um, he's just yeah. He still just holds his spot. There's no reason to move him. He's gone. He's just had two shockers. That's it. He's had a 53 and a 68. Other than that, he's over 100 in every game. Yep. There's just no reason to move the guy whatsoever. Um. Oh, Ryan's not getting ready. Clary, my bad. Jelly's gone. All right. Yeah. Fair good call. move. Fair shout. Good call. And Jinxie, you are welcome. So maybe we dive in a little bit to the games, mate. Start looking at possible captain options. We've both talked about the fact that we're using our VCs tonight. Um, so let's mm-hmm. maybe go through the games. St Kilda Hawthorne. I think it's a bit of a time to maybe make you mention about uh, Rowan Marshall again, just to remind people against Rux versus Hawthorne. Yeah, so... Uh, Hawks rank, well, it depends which way you look at it, number one or number 18 in points scored against for Rucks. So Ruckman only averaged 89 points against Hawthorne, which is against all teams is the lowest. So when we're looking at that, you're not putting a VC and you're not putting a C on Rowan Marshall this week. Yep. Um, if it's round 15, you have Zebel, Sheasel, and Rose. Sounds like the start of a joke. Uh, who are you trading for buy coverage? I'm not I'm not trading any of them. I'm making a rookie move. I just Why think those you three you're holding. They're all potential keepers. Yeah. If I had to get rid of one, I'd get rid of Zebel. I'd keep cheese all over Zebel. Um, but I'm holding all of them. I'm trying to look at a, a rookie move. I would just be bringing in someone from a rook move and um, and take their score. So, and I think it's too too early to make that call. But yeah, look, to me, there's three keepers on that sheet. And I know he's in a good spot, but to me, they're three keepers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I'm just not trading any of them. I'm assuming he's saying like which one, which one out? No, nah, surely he's meaning like trade. I'm I'm not trading any of them. Yeah. No, nah, nah. they're all staying. Um is Ashcroft a keeper? It's a really good question. Uh he oh. won't be. He won't be a keeper. He shouldn't be. If, yeah, if he's if he's a keeper, he's he's um your team has probably just struggled a little bit. At the moment, he's still in a good spot. He's got a break even of nine. Um, he's every chance to increase by about you know thirty five thousand this week from what I see. So he's making money, but there should come a point, and maybe it is around that point that Ryan said that round fifteen component, things like that. If things have gone well for you, that it could be the time to uh, to move Ashcroft on, get your team full of primos, and then if you need to, you've got enough trades there to do some sideways trades based on uh, based on injuries. For sure. Um, Melbourne versus Fremantle. Are you looking at anyone for a possible C in that game or people hold off for VCs? Is, I mean, your Petrucca, your Brayshaw, your Sarong. I wouldn't touch the Rucks. I think there's a big Ruck battle there obviously going on. But I don't know. I think it's too tight of a game, that one, to touch anyone. Yep. Likewise. I think there'll be some good scores, but it's a lucky dip. So, you're, uh, yeah, you're better off going elsewhere. Geelong GWS at GMHBA. We've talked about it before. Geelong without a Dangerfield or a Hawkins. or like, There's no one in that game. They're a different team when they're down there. And they're for that reason, I mean, you're Tom Green if you're VCing it. But again, when you're playing Geelong at GMHBA, it's just a whole different world. So look, Tom Green's been solid enough that you could throw the VC on him if you wanted to. But if you've used your VC, he wouldn't be my C option against the Cats down there. No. I've just, um, while you're at it, yeah, mate, mate, just got a text message. Uh, so one of my old clubs, the Buck and Footy Club, they've got Jordan Lewis playing as part of the Carlton Draft. Hey, uh, very cool. Football. That's so cool. If you're in the East Gippsland area, drop down to the Bucken Football Club, which is about an hour north of Bansdale, and watch Jordan Lewis run around in the blue and white. He looks like he's kept himself in some pretty good nick. I reckon. I reckon he's still got. I reckon he's still got a good kick on him. I reckon he'll take about ten kickouts for sure, so he can get his stats up. But uh, mm. I, I actually really enjoy the the draft thing. I think it's. I think the draft is complete BS. Like they know where they're going when they do that actual draft night. So I don't think it's a. Uh, I don't think they actually draft the players. I reckon they know damn well where each player is going and it fits in with their schedule. But I think it's a cool little concept that they're doing and and to get some players out there's. A lot of fun for um, some regional clubs, which is great. Yep. Chances are Kane Corns doesn't play last year, next year. Apparently, he was ordinary. Really? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, his, skills were, his skills were never that great, to be totally honest. I mean, I'll never rag on anyone who played AFL, but he was an elite player, but his skills were pretty poor. No. Um, yeah. Gold Coast versus Western Bulldogs. Now, we've talked about this game. A few of the Bulldogs players are bouncing back a little bit. Um now, I really had a good look at Bailey Smith this week, and I'll continue to <laughs> Kane Corns. At Kane Corns, at Kane Corns, get amongst us, mate. Absolutely. Um, Bailey Smith's one I'm definitely watching closely. Liberatore is a keep on keeping on. Bont and Pally. Um, yeah, you couldn't go too wrong with a few of them against Gold Coast. But as you said, Darwin, playing up at Darwin can be a different place to play. Um, and the Dewey, as you said, um, with mm-hmm. the pun of uh, Stewie Jew himself being up there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting place to play. So one that might be left alone, but could be one yep. of those good ones for Libba with his handballs and his tackles. Yep, same with Matty Ralph from the Suns. Good shout, good shout. 
Uh, West Coast versus Essendon. The only obvious one was Zach Merritt for me that we talked about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Just rack it up. They'll look to him and use him. Uh, Richmond versus Port. What? I mean, who, who are you tipping? Do Richmond, is it one of those new coach, new moment kind of things? Or is Port going to be too good for the Tigers, albeit at the MCG? I'm tipping Port. Yeah. I am too, but I am too, but I'm not sold yet. The old, yeah, the old new coach. <laughs> so all the best to Minnie. So Minnie grew up in Tarelgan and we used to play a bit of basketball and a bit of footy against each other. Um, so I'll... You know, I, I hope for his sake that he does well. I hope that he gives it a good crack and Richmond do all right for the rest of the year. But Port Adelaide, the way they're playing, they're, they've just taken another step this year. And when you're talking about a midfield of Oliver, uh, sorry, not Oliver, Wines, Rosie, Butters, like that's at the moment, two years ago, that's so-so, but at the moment that's elite. And Taranto might get his touches, but without Hopper, without some decent help in there, I think they might struggle in around the midfield. No, that's a good shout. I mean, really intrigued to see how Zach Butters goes again this week. When you get a bit of hype around you, we did a bit of a reel on him and things like that as well. Intrigued mm. to see how he goes. When you start to attract the the AFL community a little bit further, can you can you keep it going? And I, I hope he does. He, he looks good when he's up and about. They're a better team. Yeah. Uh, Dale Abai, I'm assuming he's talking about Bailey Dale. Um, he's been up and about. We talked about him before, especially with JJ being out this week. Where's yeah. your head at still in that position with uh, with Bailey Dale? Because I started with him, it's one more week because he burnt me so hard at the start and I had to make moves because I started with Doc, Dale, uh, coming from GWS, like my back line was just shot. So with that, along with injuries, like I had to make moves early on just to keep up. Yep. Without um, JJ, I think there's a real possibility that he gets back to the pig that he once was. And by yep. pig, I mean super coach scoring quite high. So it's it's one more week for me this week. And if he continues that role without um, JJ in, then I'll look to bring him back in. Yeah, I've talked about it a lot on this pod as well. I started with Angus Brayshaw and Bailey Dale. It's good to see them starting to do the things that I thought they would do at the start of the year and then playing the roles. I mean, he's a good player. I really like watching Bailey Dale play. So, yeah, I like your thoughts on that one. A couple of games left. Throw in the last-minute questions, guys. We're going to be here just for a little bit longer. Um, And then, um, to be totally honest, I've got to go and have a quick look at what my final decisions for my team will be, albeit I don't think I have to make any moves tonight other than who I put the VC on. Uh, Collingwood versus North Melbourne. I mean, Dacos is always an option. Um, he may go and rack up the footy. He he could be my C option this week. I could I could throw the C on Dacos, but it's probably the only one I'm really seeing in that game. The other one is if you have like a Jordan Degoe, these could be the kind of games where he just explodes with a few clearances and three goals against the Rubaggers. But um, who? What's your thoughts on Joss Simkin, mate? As a player, yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, good player. Really good player. Um, and for the North Melbourne supporters, I know they're listening in and they want me to say George Wardlaw, put the C on him, throw away the key because they are just <laughs> huge on him. Um, but, yeah, Simpkins a really good player and could carry the load. But I'd be careful given that LDU is not that far away from coming back as well. 
Yep. So that's gonna that shared role as an inside mid's gonna hurt both of them. Um. Yeah, this weekend for for Collingwood's perspective, it, it could get ugly, and Collingwood could really put the nail in the coffin early and explode, or you know they could just do enough to get through. But another one that I'm watching is uh, Darcy Cameron. So he's dropped yep. a little bit in price. Um, his break even, I'm not sure what his break even is. Uh, I think it's around 100, but with that Ford Ruck status, he could be one that I'm bringing in next week as well. His break even still 134. There you so go. It's getting up there a little bit now. Um, you're not a bad shout here. Shy Bolton with Hopper out could pop off. Absolutely. It'd be and has recently. Shy Bolton yeah. get a little bit more midfield time. Um, when he's up and about, he's definitely enjoyable to watch. Uh, the last game here, guys, before we'll move on, uh, Adelaide v. Brisbane. Obviously, I mean, you've got a plethora of choices here. It could be one of those leave your seat to the last game type things. At the Adelaide Oval, if the conditions are good, uh, it's pretty hard to not go with someone like a Dawson, a Laird, a Neil, or a Dunkley with the way that all four of those guys are playing at the moment. So, look, that could be a late option for me. I'm going to have a look at what weather looks like in Adelaide. Um, but they could play a pretty free-flowing game of footy with a lot of points scored, in my opinion. You? Who are you tipping? Adelaide. They're really yeah. good at home. I have too. Just oh, the Adelaide Oval factor, I've gone them too. But I actually look forward to this actually hopefully being a really, really good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mate, that's it for me from what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to go through. Questions have gone a little bit quieter. We thank all the viewers who are on here. Any final words from yourself, mate? Yeah, just throw it out to the viewers that with the standard squeeze. Remember, if you put Insight 15 on your uh, marketing tab when you're looking to buy or purchase off the standard squeeze website – you get 15% off when you uh, throw our name in there. So go on, have a look. They're brilliant items. Like I use mine almost every day, whether Absolutely. it be for a coffee or a, a stubby holder or, or what have you. So jump on, have a look. Brilliant guys there at the Standard Squeeze. And as I said, throw our names in there and you get 15% off. Yeah, I highly recommend the 4-in-1 cup and at least grabbing one of their um, their plastic standard squeeze products for the spirits. Throw it in the freezer. It works a charm every time. But if you haven't got one of their 4-in-1 cups, you are missing out. Um, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, everyone. we got a stack of viewers on there, which was great to see. Stack of questions. We appreciate everyone and anyone's time, questions, insights. We love it. This is yep. what makes the show so good. Uh, we even went a little bit to uh, to some NRL today, which was always good fun. So make sure you check out any more of our Inside Fantasy Sports podcast. We have the NRL boys as well. We have NBA coming your way too. BBL will be coming later on in the year. We cannot wait to continue to bring you guys all your fantasy sport needs. This has been the Supercoach Hawk and the Big Horse. This has been the Insight Fantasy Sport podcast. Peace out. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.